Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good Wednesday, Amy. Happy, happy Wednesday, cast. <laughs> how are you? Good, how are you? Good, I'm excited for this topic. We're talking as part of our five-day kitchen declutter challenge about pantries. Yay. Mm-hmm. We do have a whole big episode on this, so I'll link it in the show notes so you can all find it. But if you don't know how to find <laughs> links in the show notes, then you can just head over to our website, artofdecluttering.com.au slash podcast and then there's a search function there and you can just write pantry. I like Kirst that you prefaced it by saying we have a big episode. (laughs) Presuming this was not going to be equally as long or longer, we have not done very good at keeping our ISO episodes short, which we've just kind of given up on. So, you know, you just get it. Yes. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Yes. So... We also apologise if we repeat everything we've already said in the other episode. Yeah, it was two years ago. We can't remember what we said back then. I'm sure it was was, good. It was three years ago, my friend. Yeah, so it was awesome, but it's it's about to be updated. Yes. (laughs) So I think what would be really cool is to give our listeners just a really quick um, explanation of what our pantries look like because our pantries are very, very, very different. Go for it. You start. Okay, so in our house, we have a pantry that's maybe, I would say, 50, 60 centimetres wide, so very um, narrow and shallow, and it's just one door. So in it, we keep cookbooks and easy yo like yogurt-making containers and the big olive oil right down the bottom. Then on the next shelf, we keep spices. Um, what else do we keep in there? Spices stock and oils so just the bottles of oils and all the different you know salt and pepper and that kind of stuff the next shelf we keep our breads and spreads (laughs) that rhymes and on the top shelf we keep our medication so it's not a very big pantry um we do keep all our medications in there and the bottom shelf is not used at all for food but it is our go-to you know your bread and spreads 
is really the easy part for us. Do you have food anywhere else in your kitchen other than your fridge and freezer? Like, Do you have another pantry? Yes. So what we have is we've got upper cupboards above our bench. And so we use two of those as our pantry. And in there, we have adjusted the shelves and made it work so that all our Tupperware sits in there. So all our modular mates. And that's where all our grocery items sit, like flowers and cereals and nuts and Milo and everything that's in a container. And so that's the big part of our pantry. So nothing in there isn't in a Tupperware and nothing in the standalone pantry is in Tupperware. So if it, yeah, that's how we kind of differentiate it. And that's where we keep all our food. Cool. What about you? We have a walk-in pantry. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like that's nothing else needs to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, and it's a big one. It's like it's it, a proper walk-in. It's not just a little one person can take a step in. No, we could fit all four of us in there if we wanted to play sardines in there. But it is not really designed for all four of us to be in there. And it, even with two people in there, there's a bit of sideways action. And you've on. got all open shelving, don't you? We have all open shelving and we've even got open shelving underneath the bench. Yeah. Uh, that's where our pots and pans and our appliances live. A lot of our appliances live in the in the pantry and then we've got our microwave in the pantry as well we've got cookbooks Um, we use the whole bench space as uh um not as a bench um we don't have a um we we use the bench space as storage like as a shelf Mm -hmm. we don't have a sink in there we don't do any prep in there it's not that it's it's a big walk-in pantry but it's not like it's not a butler's pantry it's not a butler's pantry where yeah. you could have your thermomix and everything in there. Um, and we do have lots of shelves. So we have on the bench, we've got cereals and snacks for the kids and also everyday use stuff. So um, condiments and oils. And then up on the shelves, it goes in um, organised layers of least use so we've got at the very top is all of our extras so um extra glad wrap and foil or extra pasta extra mexican stuff all the um extra crackers so anything that simon buys that um, may or may not be used within the week gets put up on the top shelf and then we have um, barely used cooking stuff and then on the next shelf we've got um, rice and pasta and um, baking stuff and all of my tea too. I was going to say and your (laughs) massive tea collection. My massive, massive (laughs) tea collection and our oil collection too. So some, some often used oils that are used in the rest of the house, meaning essential oils I should say. Yeah. Oh, and right. Yeah. I was like, what oils are you, are you like, squeaky chair, pull out the canola oil? <laughs> no. <laughs> All the essential oils that get used in the kitchen and um, the other end of the house, yep. whereas the rest of the essential oils live in my study. And you've probably seen them if you've ever seen me on Facebook Live or in a Zoom meeting because they sit behind me. <laughs> So that's cool. You've got a lot of space. One of the things um, that I love that you do, and I, I we have a little nook for it, is what I call when I'm with clients is the pantry section. 
and I call it the pantry section. It's it's like the supermarket section. It's unopened goods yes. that you will go to, but they're not open, so they're not in a container. Yes. Um, so we do have a little nook above the pantry that I think is probably meant for cookbooks. And we keep like the unopened pack of cornflakes, even though there's maybe one bowl of cornflakes left in the Tupperware, I want that to go before I refill it because otherwise it's always the old bit at the bottom. Yes. So I think if you've got that option in a pantry, it's really good to have those unopened packets separate to the packets that are currently on the go. In a lot of clients' houses, I will encourage people to just put that in an open container. So you might just have a tub around the house that you can fit in the bottom or the top of the pantry, whichever you can reach, but you don't have to go to all the time and put them in there. And then before you go shopping, check if there's things that you need that are already you've already purchased. Yes, exactly. I didn't mention what we have on the floor in our pantry is a cutlery set, <laughs> the good cutlery <laughs> oh, set. Wait, you need to hold that for cutlery and crockery day. Yes. Um, more appliances that sit on the good cutlery set um, and um, our esky, a step stool as well so that we can reach up to that big top shelf where tiny. all of the pantry is yep and the kids to use it when they help me cooking and then we've got lots of um, we've got esky and you know lunch bags and stuff that uh, aren't you well even they're used every day when the kids are at school which is seems a long long far distant memory right now <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have all of our wine and um liquors and um, water bottles and if there's ever any soft drink is also on the floor and we've got um, cake the big um, cake traveling thing yes I know the one everyone has one of those yeah and us. we've got <laughs> foil trays and um, serving trays yep. are also on their side in there and then also potatoes and onions are oh, yep. on the bottom as well cool but yes I definitely recommend having not having the Rivita packet next to the one that's already opened because yep. kids will open the second packet even though the first packet isn't finished every time so annoying Every so time. Annoying. <laughs> yes, we have that with Savoy's. Savoy's our biscuit of choice in our family. And when the kids are at school and very active, they can easily eat a packet with homemade dip or bought dip or cheese or ham or whatever after school. Easily eat a packet each. And so um, we go through a bajillion. We would buy probably eight packets of Savoy's a week. I feel like that's a confession that maybe, <laughs> maybe is too much, but that wow. is how much Savoy's my kids eat. Oh, I much prefer clicks. Oh, they're so buttery. They are disgusting, Kirst. That's why I like them. Oh, la, 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 la. I love them. Now, our family likes savoury. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do love savoury. I think I, yes. And that's where, like, that's what I meant when I said that the, that pantry items are up the top because yes. and I when I said to that Simon buys what may or may not be used in the week because <laughs> he's a... He's, he likes to be prepared, so he often does have excess. And But crackers are something that we do go through a whole lot. Yeah, so yeah. the crackers get go through a week. But so, And this is what we often say to clients, though. If you don't have space for that, don't over-prepare. Yeah. 
Like you Amy just... doesn't have space for 20 Savoy packets every week. I do not. I do not. And we decant at least five of them when we get home. We have Tupperware for them so that they sit in the pantry rather than in that tiny little nook where extras can sit. So one of the things we really want to challenge, yeah, we really want to challenge you guys to look in your pantry and find those items that you could use up now. Like as we said in yesterday's episode, the rainy day has come. It's time to use those tins of things, tins of beans and tuna. I feel like perhaps as a nation, we may have overestimated how much we like tinned beans and tuna when people (laughs) were hoarding things. (laughs) But I would like to say if that was you, you can send your tinned tuna and beans to my house because my kids love both of those items. And because we didn't panic buy, we used our last tin of tuna the other day and then there wasn't any other shops and they were very sad. No, it's so strange how some things have come back and some things haven't. Yes, Flour. I mean, it's all about... Flowers still yeah, not well, easy to get. No, because I was reading an article about that. It's because the flower's hard to get because the wheat has to grow and it's been oh, yeah. drought. It's not that they're, they're not shipping it fast enough. They're literally waiting for wheat to grow, which makes oh, yeah, total no, sense. I know. <laughs> and that's what I said to Simon because he said the same. He goes, I don't understand about the flower. And I was like, well, it's not like toilet paper. It can't be, I mean, trees have to grow to make toilet yeah. paper. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> presumably they have a couple of years stock in there of trees stock ready. Anyway, 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 whatever. So the same is true for tuna and salmon. Yeah. They have to actually fish them. <laughs> yes. And because people that wouldn't usually buy them have bought them, I feel like I just, I can so foresee Kirst once we're back seeing clients is we're going to be in houses that have bought like a 12 pack of tuna and their kids hate fish. <laughs> and we're, But it's good for the food banks. So hopefully it means that if people have bought that and they didn't need it, thank God you haven't needed it. Like if your kids hate fish and it got to the point where you were like, sorry, kids, tuna tuna is all you've got to eat today. That would be bad. But please don't keep it in your pantry thinking I bought it. I'm I'm sure we're going to use it one day. Just donate it to a food pantry once we're all back out in society. And there are places that you can donate food bank items to still because homeless, yeah, homeless shelters are still operating. People are still like, people are still needing food. And with so many people losing their jobs all around the world, it's even more important, I think, now to be donating to food banks and to be helping when we can, if we can, Yeah, because it's... um, a very dire time for some people in our community. So if you don't like tuna and look, I would be a horrible homeless person or in need person because I absolutely hate fish and hate (laughs) canned fish. So if I had to rely on other people's beautiful generosity, I would be starving. (laughs) You totally would. In fact, I bought some crackers the other day for the pantry purely because we had some salmon and I was like, oh, I know exactly what cracker I want to eat my tin salmon with. And it's Rivetas, the really dark rye Rivetas with a bit of salmon, tomato and a bit of pepper. Oh, my goodness. Maybe even a slice of avo. So, so good. Okay. Before I make we, you vomit, like, we need to. <laughs> yeah, this is like literally about to make me vomit. So can we please move on yes. from tuna and salmon? We totally can. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So here's something that I think a lot of people will have purchased um, pre-COVID or in the COVID madness is plain flour when you couldn't buy self-raising flour. And I think there's going to be lots of people that have packets of plain flour, not really sure what in the world to do with it because you're used to using self-raising flour. And if self-raising flour is back, that's you're going to be your go-to. My recommendation is just jump on Google and put in some ingredients that you do have and see what she spits out at you. So you could just go in literally into the Google search function and write plain flour, eggs, butter, cinnamon, um, and sultanas, whatever you can find in the pantry, and see what recipe comes back. So The other tip is just to add the baking powder that you need to make it self-raising flour. Yes, but baking powder's out everywhere. But you may have hoarded that already. Oh, you may too. You may, you, and it's not about hoarding it. You may already you may have, have it. it. Yes. So, so turn it into self-raising flour. That's so turn true. it into self-raising flour. It's very yes. easy. And you can also find the, the quantities you need on Google because yeah. we are not Google. <laughs> we are not. And, yeah, I don't even know how to boil an egg, so don't ask me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, what one, else, guest? Well, we often talk about having the same type of containers in a pantry mm-hmm. yes, to make talk it to easier. Us about that. Talk to us about that, Kirst, because I don't yeah. think you do. No, I do not. Yeah, that, that's, that's making me rock in the corner. I know, and that's okay. It's my joy. It's the <laughs> pleasure I take in life, <laughs> making you rock in the corner while Why you talk you? about salmon. Why don't you? <laughs> because we uh, have just bought different what we needed when we needed it okay so you were lacking intentionality (laughs) or and or finances yeah to buy when let's so let's go back to when we started having a pantry we were newly married not a lot of money and then skip forward to when we moved into our house 
all our money went on our house. <laughs> so when we got a bigger pantry, well, we didn't actually, I mean, we bought a few more things, but we didn't actually buy too much more because um, just because we had a bigger pantry didn't mean that we then went out and bought, you know, coconut flour and all these weird and wonderful things. Um, but I think it's just, it just comes down to the fact that when we were first married, we didn't have a lot of money. We spent the money, we paid for our own wedding. So we, we, we spent all the money that we had on our wedding. Yeah. And so it's really been a, a higgledy piggledy accumulation of containers. If you were to go out tomorrow, Kirst, and redo your pantry with containers, do you have something you would recommend? Yeah. And most of them, to be fair, most of them are decor. Okay. That's what I was asking. Excellent. So um, I would, I really like decor products. Um, I had this question actually from a friend of mine um, last week and I said, well, and I gave him exactly what we're saying. I, he he was wanting to surprise his beautiful wife on buying lots of containers for their brand new kitchen because uh, they're getting a renovation. And I said, well, one, I know your wife is a bit particular. <laughs> so as beautiful as your heart is for wanting to ask me my opinion, I know your wife very well. I reckon you need to go back and ask her. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good advice what she would like. Um, but if you don't want to do that, yeah, but if you don't want to do that, go and have a look in your pantry and see what's the mo the majority of products that you already have in there. Is it Tupperware? Is it Sistema? Is it decor? Is it something else? Or is it a higgledy-piggledy mess? And he came back and said, well, okay, they're mostly whatever. And I said, well, then I recommend going out and buying more of that same product. That's great advice. And I think that's the advice we would say to anyone. If you've already started, just stick with that brand. And that goes for storage anywhere in the house, but particularly in the pantry where you want to be able to stack and have things that um, can be like towered. Yeah, stacked. Oh my gosh, that is the right word. <laughs> um, and it makes it really easy to move one product <laughs> to the other. I do have a lot of clients who will say to me, I just want to start from scratch. And when they say that, I always say, well, I'm going to give you three options and you can pick. And I always say, these are the three that I give personally. I say, you've got Tupperware. Advantages are lifetime warranty and, you know, like they're, they're good quality. They're a good quality plastic, but they're going to take a little while to get here and they're expensive. The second option I say is use Sistema. I really like them for pantries because they're clear. They're usually half price at one of the supermarkets at some time in the month. And the third option is I say the 365 range from Ikea is also really good. Again, it's clear and it's not too expensive. And so I usually send them photos of all three and say, just pick one. But the key is whatever you pick, you stick with. Yes. Uh, the other product that I do love in pantries is Ikea. What are they called? The 365 ones. Oh, you're no, talking about Variera range. Yeah, Varieras. Yeah, they're awesome. For open storage, like for for your spices, for instance. Yeah. We also have we also use them for my T2. We also use them for candles and birthday decorations, and we use them for the essential oils. Simon just repurposed one the other day for essential oils as well. So love them, love, love, love them. Yeah, we use the Variera for 
Owls. And they look really neat in pantries. They as do. Well. They're so pretty. We use them for our stocks and sauces. We use one for our oils. We use one for our condiments. And we use five for our medications. So, yeah, they're the bomb. They're awesome. The other thing I love, love, love in pantries, depending on the size of your pantry, is a lazy season. I love them for condiments. And I love them for little hands as well, because then little hands aren't having to pull out. And what I mean by little hands is medium-sized hands. <laughs> little hands hopefully aren't in pantries too much because otherwise they break everything in there. But so medium-sized hands, they're easy to um, get what you need without pulling out potentially a very error box that might be too heavy for medium-sized hands. Yeah, that's good advice. I wish we had a pantry that we could put one of those in, but no, I do not. <laughs> we have we have three or four, three I think in our pantry. Yeah, one for great. the condiments, two for oils, and love them. Yeah, they're so good. Kirst, tell me what are you eating in ISO that you would recommend? Mm, I can tell you I'm wanting to keep this episode short. <laughs> oh no, have you got? <laughs> I'm just so like we've already at nearly 25 minutes of this episode. <laughs> cool. There was just one more thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Please do. I think people will stick with us. Good. Is um, stacking how to stack shell how to stack shells how to stack how do you easily <laughs> see cans? How do you oh, do that excellent. in yours? We have a little pull-out, tiny, tiny, tiny little pull-out sh- um, shelf, drawer, cupboard that comes out next to the oven and it's maybe two cans wide so it's very, very thin and you pull it out and it's got wire racks on it. So for us, we mm-hmm. just put all our cans in there and if you look on the side, you can see everything because there's nothing, it's just the one on the left and the one on the right. And what do you do in clients' homes? I love using either a riser, so little steps effectively you can get from Kmart or places like that, or I would use a very shelf and have a bottom layer and a top layer. What about you? Yeah, I love risers and I love risers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not expensive, are they? No, they're like 3 to 5 or $7, like yep. the Kmart ones um, is where I get most of my risers yeah, from, same. and they're good. They've got the rubber... Um, rubber on the step so Mm -hmm. they don't the um, cans don't slip around my recommendation for using risers or even if you don't use a riser my number one tip in pantries when it comes to cans is to stack in rows so that you have all of your tomatoes stacked behind each other or Mm -hmm. on top of each other so that you're not you look in the pantry and you go, oh, I've only got one tin of tomatoes when actually you got 15 because they're all over the place. So That is great advice. Keep like with like. But, to, you yes. know, in the pantry, like Kirsty said, she's got all her candles, like birthday candles in one spot and oils in another spot and tea in another spot. That is the way we would organise any pantry when we come in is like with like so that you can shop quicker, so you can write your list quicker, you can put things away quicker and then when you want to get something you can find it quicker too. Awesome. So what's your recipe for today? It's not so much a recipe as it is just something I'm really enjoying at the moment and Mm. that is just a bowl of frozen berries. I'm really, really, really enjoying just tipping some frozen berries in a bowl and eating them with a spoon. So not defrosting them at all, just eating them frozen. Um, I'm loving it. They're just so tasty when they're frozen. I find frozen berries defrosted not as tasty as frozen berries frozen. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. (laughs) 
cold the kids, even. The kids do it all the time as well. We go through a lot of frozen berries in our house. Mm. What about you? I loving, I am looking forward to making this this afternoon. Simon has been trying to put me off making it because we have got enough chocolate and enough um, food, junk food in our house at the moment. So every time I go to make it, he's like, please don't like, let's just get through what we've got through, what we've got to get through first. But I really, really want to make this. It's a healthy chocolate crackle slice. It's by a beautiful um, friend of mine, Stacey Clare. She's a health coach. She's um, on YouTube. I will put a link to this in the show notes, but it's basically um, uh, rice cakes. So, you know, oh. like the yeah. The the rice cakes. So instead mm-hmm. of rice bubbles, it's so it's like crackle slice. It's like, you know, chocolate yeah. crackles. But so what in else slice. has it got in it? Um the protein in it is tahini. And then oh. it's got <laughs> which is how I feel about salmon, my friend. Oh no, I love tahini, but I'm picturing oh, it in a. I love tahini. Oh no, so it's the chocolate and the tahini and okay. um, stuff is all mixed up to make the chocolate. Oh, part. okay, okay. Sorry, I was pre-anticipating. Just yep. Keep going, Ben. What else does it have in it? Yeah, no, that's why. Like, I haven't made it yet. Yeah, well, I I don't know because I haven't made it yet and it's a YouTube video. So I watched half of it a couple of weeks ago and didn't finish watching it because Simon was poo-pooing the idea. So, um, yes. So it's just basically chocolate, tahini, rice cakes and um, some other good healthy stuff because she always makes healthy stuff. Her whole, um, whole YouTube is all healthy even though like she's even got like marshmallows and stuff so it looks... You know, they're all lots of fun. She's got young kids, so she makes fun kids' recipes. Um, you know, she's got healthy Easter bunny tail recipe and healthy chocolate fudge and raw chocolate vegan recipes and pecan shortbreads and all this, you know, healthy food. Goodness. Okay. I think put the link in the show notes for sure. There'll be some people. And we want to know too how you go making your healthy chocolate crackle slice. Yeah, please. And if you get to it before I do, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow, I think we might talk about big appliances or appliances in the kitchen. What do you reckon? I love that idea. So we've challenged you already to declutter the fridge and freezer. Now we're challenging you to declutter the pantry, get rid of those out-of-date items as well as keep like with like. And big appliances, watch out. We're coming for you. (laughs) Yay. See you tomorrow, peeps. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash theartofdecluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 